and welcome to Weekly Weird News brought to you by Cone of the Bull in the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben and I'm always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. And here's Weekly Weird News with some random shit we found in the news this week. A lot of alien news this week. A lot of alien news. All that you've picked on them, I had. Do, 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 do. Well, Mike, it's big news. <sighs> sure it is. Uh, Let's delve straight into it, shall we? Yep. Pentagon now reports about 400 UFO encounters and say, we want to know what's out there. Although they are reasonably sure that pyramid-shaped objects in one video were drones, but drones from who? Who's got pyramid-shaped drones on Earth? It was the light refraction or something that made it look like a pyramid, apparently. Hmm. But why are drones infiltrating US airspace? Whose drones are they? Mm. That's another thing, whose drones are they? Top Pentagon officials told a House panel on Tuesday that there are now close to 400 reports from military personnel of possible encounters with UFOs. Just from military personnel? Yep. So you ain't going to get fooled, generally, by a fucking drone. This is a significant increase from the 144 tracked in a major report released last year by the US intelligence community. Now you know why it's going up, don't you? Because Hysteria. Now in the past there was a culture mm. of, not, of burying not, it. Yeah, yeah, not saying anything about yeah, it. They wouldn't get anywhere with it. That's in the Where career where they actually stored one. Mm. Oh, you saw a UFO once, can't promote him. But now they're actively saying, no, come out and tell us, we want to know. It's things like the Blue Book Project's done yeah. that massive favours, isn't it, really? Because it's really highlighted the fact that, okay, they are toying with the idea that we ain't alone. Oh, no, the fact that they were buzzing their aircraft carriers and fucking... They couldn't track them down in F-16s, fleet air fighters, fleet air defence fighters, Mm. again, left in the dust by these things. Maverick would have got them. He'd have caught them. Saw the trailer for the new Top Gun. It looks awesome, doesn't it? Love it. I did get a little bit of a semi... Really? I watched about half it and I got bored and just... Half the film? No, half the trailer. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't even make it through all of it. Pure nostalgia for me. It doesn't do anything. I didn't like the first. Obviously, I've got a connection with it, though, yeah, I? obviously. Enough. Like, Pete Mitchell, Maverick, you know. Yeah. It was my nickname all my life and because of the film, and I always loved the film. So. Fair enough, fair enough. I didn't see it for me. No, I, I, I like the first one. I can't wait for the second one. So we're nostalgia, but of, let's face it, jet fighters are cool. Yeah, yeah, man. What more... Action fun kind of watching could you have like jet fighters fucking flying at five hundred rock an hour jet fighters you know Maverick pilot Goose R I P D Goose Iceman I've just seen one dog fight you said them all oh right. oh sorry Mister <laughs> fucking did you, did you watch the Battle of Britain did you watch that movie was that your first Air Force movie you know, I've seen the Battle of Britain I don't need to watch Top Gun I need to ask you a question Ben. Mm. What does R.I.P.D. stand for? Rest in Peace Department. Well, that's what I thought. Like, is it from the film? Yeah. Is that why you always say R.I.P.D.? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad we straightened that up. I had to ask him as well once, don't worry. Ryan Reynolds special. Comics are great. It's, an, it's a really interesting premise. I love the idea of the R.I.P.D. film was a bit naff. film was a bit naff. But I love the premise of it. So I, I give it a little salute every time. Every time someone dies. <laughs> Tragic. 
Now, Indiana Representative Andre Carlson, the Democratic Chairman of the House Intelligence Counterterrorism, Counterintelligence and Counterproliferation Subcommittee. Oh, what a, a fucking title is that? Wow, man, what a title. He, he must have had to practice that for months before anyone asked him. He's probably just got it on a card. <laughs> I can't tell you. I'm trying to think what's the acronym for it. CCCS. D- the, no, the, the DC. Oh, all that before it as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd imagine he's probably just head of national security with that kind of title. He's probably head of the NSA. Yeah. It's going to be something like that, it's a mouthful, but the point is he is the party's in charge, chairman of the House Intelligence, Counterterrorism, Counterintelligence and Counterproliferation Subcommittee. UAPs, Carson said, are a potential national security threat and they need to be treated that way. For too long, the stigma associated with UAPs has gotten in the way of good intelligence analysis. That's what I said earlier, yeah. And I said the word. Pilots. Ah, shit. I still struggle with that too. I just think of old people when I hear of UAPs. He said that pilots avoided reported or were laughed at when they did. Now there's an open pudding. They're 400 this year so far compared to 144 the year before. Yeah. The number of UAPs has risen to approximately 400. And that was only 144 between 2004 and 2021. Oh. So it's massive, massive increase then. Yeah. yeah. He said, we've seen an increasing number of unauthorised and or unidentified aircraft or objects and military control training areas and training ranges and other designated airspace, Bray said. Reports of sighting are frequent and continuous. Fuck. And that I suppose you could probably put some of them down of to people's drones. You can. A lot of them are... Explained. These are the ones that are unexplained. Yeah. I don't think they're a threat until they're a threat, though. They're not a threat at the moment. Like just above in the last paragraph, like the first paragraph, it says that should be seen as a, like, you know, a threat. Well, yeah. A threat if they until... were a threat, they would have done something like that. No, no, not at all. It could they be didn't. reconnaissance. It could be checking out our bases. Yeah. Could be checking out our bases. We and look how long we developed. Look how fast we've come in seventy years from we've gone from uh, propeller planes to. Stealth bombers. Exactly, so you think they would have attacked us when we had less technology? Well, maybe they didn't, their forces weren't there, maybe they're slowly coming. Maybe it's Independence Day, they're approaching the mothership, their entire race, and these things have just been scout craft checking us out, seeing where we're up to. I do think these are drones, or I think these are like something that David Attenborough would, you know, send out, do you know what I mean? What, David Attenborough said they're drones now, they're out of his ass! <laughs> No, you know what I mean? Say we were intelligent enough to know about other planets, yeah. someone like David Attenborough would be hosting a show where From they... another planet? Yeah, saying, look, we said no, from his own planet. Yeah, so you're saying the alien version. David Attenborough yeah, is doing a nature version. documentary yeah. on Earth? That's yeah. what I think it yeah. is. Why are they buzzing warships? Huh? Why are they buzzing war military documentary? Could well, do. There might be different strands of it. We've done all the, you know, we've done all the, the monkeys, we've done the humans. Now we're yeah, at, we've now probed we're all the cattle and the cattle mutilations. Yeah, now they're looking at our infrastructure, well, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, looking, they're, they're looking at, there's, there's the warning in what you're saying. They're I looking at our military infrastructure. Well, well, they could be mocking it. It could be a comedy show. <laughs> you know, we, but they could be... Oh, Maybe there is a military arm to... Um, they're looking at, the, at the, the carriers and the fleet and the aircraft that... 
they're looking at something, aren't they? They're seeing what they're up against if they also, want to attack. You've got, you've got a question. Who's who's looking? The military are looking more than you, you, you me, the average Joe. We're not sit, sitting looking up at the, the sky all night, are we? Or looking at the sky all day. They've got radars. They've got all sorts. So they're more likely yeah. to come across True. UFOs yeah. or UAPs. UAPs. And they're just studying every aspect of us. To be fair. Yeah. He's saying that seagulls are alien spice. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that one. <laughs> Move on then. Birds are real. Yep. I'm a super soldier fighting in space war after being abducted by 15 foot alien Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me saying that, by the way. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> from Filey, North York's. Says for the past 30 years, he's part of their army fighting for the Dragos, which are tall and scaly with heads like dragons, and four hours here is four years on one of their planets. Look at him! <laughs> he looks like a 60-year-old version of me! Why he the does. fuck would you use him as a super soldier? He looks, looks like a gammon. He's no, just, in fact, no, he's, he's not even, denim. he's not even, he's got a denim jacket, denim cuff jacket, a tie on top, he is a very large man, the photo is in the waist up, but you can see he is, I bet he's wearing denim trousers, he, I bet he's got jeans, jeans on, he's, on double denim. he's double denim in this, Yeah, I imagine he has a rascal as well, yeah, I, I would think he has a mobility shopping bag. absolutely, he is a very big man, <laughs> you can see that, but apparently he's also a super soldier. He's 58 and he looks like he's 65. And he's no artist because he's holding up a picture <laughs> of these sort of, what are they, reptile, yeah. dragon, aliens. Vampire reptilians. To be fair, my 10-year-old daughter could draw a better picture. <laughs> well, he's convinced he underwent disturbing medical procedures at the hands of a race of 15-foot-tall invaders. Wow. And he's even produced drawings to support his claims. <laughs> That's evidence. Oh, shit. Russ even says he's developed chronic fatigue syndrome and PTSD from his time spent fighting. Is it just so he can claim benefits? I've been abducted at least 60 times. The first time when I was, when I was 16, when I was travelling home on my motorbike. <laughs> I went through a tunnel that I'd never seen before. And the next thing I knew, I was in what looked like a dentist surgery with 15 foot tall alien men L looked very much like Dracula without the sharp teeth surrounding me. I had some sort of tube pushed down my throat and whatever liquid they pumped into me, it turned me into one of their super soldiers. For the past 30 years, I've been part of their army fighting the opposing race, the Dragos, which are tall and scaly with heads like dragons. I've been gone for years and people don't realise as four hours here is four years on one of the planets I've been to. This is the most extraordinary claim for benefits I've ever heard. <laughs> He's been watching Chronicles of Narnia, hasn't he? Let's mm. face it. It's honestly no wonder why I used to be so tired in my day job the amount of time I'd be gone for. Fuck you, now. He's always working eight to ten hours <laughs> in a day job. Right? Down pit, presumably, because it's Yorkshire. Mm. Or breeding whippets, one of the two. And then he's getting whisked off at night for four hours, but that's actually four. So he's enjoying he's doing a four-year tour of combat <laughs> against the Dracos. Surely he gets full days away. It's only four hours, so he's only getting he's done ten hours, forty. He's only getting eight hours sleep a night, if that. But surely he gets to sleep whilst he's in space for four years. But that'll be like minutes of sleep in human time, won't it? Seconds even. A night out there might only be four minutes. 
Did you enjoy? I don't know. My brain. Four, four hours on Earth, you've got four years on their planet, so if he sleeps for a night, that's going to be like... Yeah, he'd still be just as refreshed on that planet. Yeah, he would be, yeah. yeah, yeah he, he would, wouldn't he, because it's time's relative. That's what yeah. I mean, so if he's only gone for four hours from here, but he's gone four years there, he's still been living four years with the Yeah, he's only got a fucking alien wife and kid and everything, hasn't he? Well, he's been banging some reap poon tang in that four years anyway. He says I've fought in battles across the UK, and Europe. He, and he didn't say no. he's only there at four hours at a time. He mm. could have been there for ten hours at a time. I wouldn't knacker him up for his day shift. How's it? He'd be late for work then. Yeah. And South America, and I've even fought in different battles for territory and space. Each time I've been abducted, I've been transported to a room covered in checks, kind of like a chessboard. In the centre of it is a glass ball that can transport you through time as well as teleporting you anywhere in the known and unknown universe. Wow. So he's been recruited by the Greys to fight the reptilians. Apparently so. He claims there's different races of aliens and there's there's been a war between two different races for years. Can't imagine this comes out in a few years and he's like, I told you so. (laughs) He said, right... There's so many different types of different race veins. I struggle to remember the names of the wall. It's like, well, you've been going there for 30 years, mate. I mean, how long has you been going there for? Yeah, 30 years, he said. Yeah. 30 years? And you can't remember all the names of the alien races? You can't really five off, at least. So if he's been going there for the past 30 years in our time, how many years has he spent there? Wow. Well, he's 58 and he looks like a fucking old man, so I'm guessing the hundreds. In their time, you know, what, he's a super soldier? He's four hours is four years, I think. Remember, he's... 30 ca- years... Has he fought 30 years in their time or 30 years in our time? Well, he said he was first abducted when he was 16. Oh, there you go, yeah, yeah. So, for th- over 30 years, he was abducted by aliens. Oh, so, up until he was 40... centuries? He, he could well have been fighting for centuries. Yeah. Well, you think... Narnia kind of principle. Millennia, maybe? They they go and live a whole life in Narnia and then go back through the wardrobe and they're back kids again. Yeah. And they literally live till they're like 50s or whatever. So, was a guy who C.S. Lewis a super soldier accused by aliens? Well, maybe. Could be. Is he still alive? Can we ask him? No. No, he's long dead. <laughs> well, he did leave like 5,000 years worth of life, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. He was killed by the Dracos on Al- Epsilon Alpha Seven. Soldier. <laughs> so this guy's Captain America in space. Cool. Bollocks. Yeah. Oh come on. I believe oh, him. <laughs> I believe him fully. Right, moving on. A woman who loves an alien refuses to show its face like, for Area Fifty One security reasons. Well, that makes sense, I guess. So yeah, this really annoying lady. There's a there's a video. It's on the Daily Star. She's a model, and posing here with a blow up sort of alien doll. So she's claiming she that she's found love and it is out of this world with her alien partner. Her name's Abby Bella, also known as em- Emanuela Rose. Emanuela Rose, and is a US-based actress and podcaster. He claims to have found extraterrestrial love interest while exploring East London. What the happened to me once in East London. Oh, I went to the Imperial War Museum when I'm on my way back. Yeah. I met an alien and fell in love. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, 
It was actually the penis museum, not the <laughs> wall museum. There's a lot of phallic shaped things there. <laughs> like guns and rockets, yeah. So, appearing recently on GB News... Abby oh, GB News, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Abby shared a story and suggested that dating an alien had been far more than successful than her attempts for a human connection. Posting with her, her inflatable replica of her extraterrestrial lover, Abby explains, we met because I got abducted by aliens about a year ago in Canary Wharf. <laughs> literally that's the where they knock about, is it? Literally the, the centre of London. Yeah, I met him on a spaceship. He has a little spaceship. We started talking, and I was talking about how Earthmen are trash. Um, so you've got a small spaceship. <laughs> it's not how big a spaceship is. What do you do with it? Yeah. He's abducted on a canary wharf. That's why it's not that big. He's got to be incognito, mm. any. And she said it would be better if she got abducted by aliens than keep dating on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> they liked the joke. The aliens thought it was funny. He just thinks I'm funny and he, and I think he's cute. He might be my type and we just get along, she said. Jesus. Oh, my God. If she's holding a bloke doll of a grey, but it's green. green. Mm. <laughs> but it's a traditional grey alien, big head, big eyes. They don't have genitalia. That's why we're there. they're just buzzing off talking to each other, Ben. Oh, right. Sort of oh, it's just an emotional connection. Well, while being talked to on GB News, they asked why she's got, you know, if the blow-up doll was him, and she says, the blow-up doll version of him, I would love to introduce you to him, but for security reasons, you know, you know how it is on Earth, and Area 51, you've all heard the stories, I don't want to, like, him on a slab somewhere, getting <laughs> experimented on, she replied. <laughs> so that's why she carries around her little blow-up alien as a his representation yeah, of Yeah, I'm guessing she's just fucked in the head. <laughs> that collagen obviously went into her brain not just her lips when I miss him when he's doing his UFO stuff because he's a captain oh, of course he is <laughs> when he's been a captain on his ship circling the earth and all of that I just have this little doll to remind me of him so I don't miss him why isn't she just out with him then doing his UFO stuff well <laughs> she's just out in the alien mission hasn't she on their reconnaissance saying that you know Paul on Earth that's what she refers to him as Paul from the Andromeda Galaxy from the Andro it's like well you know I, I've just outed Paul on his mission shit wasn't there a film called Paul yeah, yeah there was yeah, yeah. I think she just watched that a little bit too many times yeah. I think so yeah a favourite quality in a boyfriend is his honesty care about her honesty in this whole fucking story <laughs> <laughs> well she's you know, just one a uh, human male then I'm, I'm here she looks alright She's quite attractive. But with all, with the makeup on, oh, yeah. Fish lips. In take it. the makeup off her. Is she right, Munter? And she's gonna take that, you know, that alien blow-up doll into bed with you. <laughs> Abby, right, you give me that as well. Can we get a threesome, Ben? <laughs> give me. All right, yeah. Give me a shirt, Abby. I'm up for it. <laughs> get a little grey. Get a little grey up your ass while you're fucking. <laughs> no, he's gonna he's gonna sit there being a cook, isn't he? <laughs> he's got the cock, has he? Exactly, he's going to sit there with like his legs crossed, smoking a cigarette, going, I like to direct the action. <laughs> 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 and he'll tell me how banger. 
Do you think he talks like Seth Rogen? No, I think he talks in a very sort of camp 1930s movie way. God, what's that? I don't know. Like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. Matron. <laughs> it's like a little like camp movie villain. Like, I like oh, to Kenneth know. Williams in the corner. I, there. I like. You I like <laughs> you know, oh, I'm not going to do the voice actually cause because it's offensive. So I'm going to do it. I like to direct the action. Oh, yeah. Matron. Maybe he's hiding in the cupboard wearing a Superman oh, T-shirt. I don't know. But either way, he's a cook in all of this, and I bang her. No, she says she's got a soul connection with him. I don't think you've got a chance, Ben. Oh, he's still got no, I have actually I have got a chance Claire because he doesn't have any genitalia he does have those long probing E.T. fingers though <laughs> depends what she's into I guess yeah, not for this nonsense <laughs> what <laughs> moving on yeah swiftly <laughs> my brain melts <laughs> is that fucking lead <laughs> <laughs> Man with nine wives creates sex rota so none of the women feel left out. Well, yeah, no shit. Shouldn't he have seven? At max? <laughs> well, Arthur... Maybe the oh, weekends he's just two. Oh, oh maybe, yeah. He's, he's, he looks like a drug lord. Like he's a bit coked up. Arthur Oerzo from Brazil has shared how he juggles nine wives and has lifted the lid and now he's even been forced to create a sex rotor. Been forced to? <laughs> of course oh. he has, there's nine women! Oh, God. So none of them feel like they're missing out. He hit the headlines last year after he married his nine wives in a bid to celebrate free love and protest against monogamy. Mr Urso and his first wife, Luana Kazaki, formalised their union with the eight other women at a Catholic church in Sao Paulo. This joined the eight other women to the marriage. However, it's not legally binding as polygamy is illegal in Brazil. The marriages have not all been plain sailing as one wife, Agatha, has decided to divorce the group. However, Arthur was struggling to balance the needs of his many wives. Therefore, he decided to create a sex schedule to make sure each partner had some love. <laughs> Though that didn't help him balance the needs of each lover and Arthur found it to be too stressful and structured. The model also found difficulty with each wife between the sheets. He confessed he often found himself thinking about his other wives. <laughs> oh, what a, see, that's your issue, isn't it? You know, because you've got this schedule, you've got nine wives, so some days you're going to have to fit in at least two sessions. Right? On two days you've got to fit in two sessions, aren't you? And you're going to be thinking, if you had mind-blowing sex with knife number three on Wednesday, <laughs> and this sex you know is really mediocre, you're going to be thinking about Wednesday. As long as you don't say a name, it's all right. <laughs> I know, but you're going to get mixed up with something. You've you got nine women to remember. <laughs> Just call it's a men. Just have talking a pet about name. Yeah. You call them exactly. all, like, babes or... Yeah, that's it. That's the way to do it. Yeah, but someone want to be called babe. And you're going to have to call them by their name at some point. <laughs> Get them to wear dog tags. Oh, that boils down into a whole DS relationship thing. Like, Maybe them wear a collar with a little tag on it. I like it, Mike. It's good thinking, but I think they might object or something. Name them by the day of the week that you're going to have sex with them. If you're going to have a schedule, might as well just name the one Monday. Next one, then on Monday, you shed your money. You're like, what, Monday? Hooray! Christ, this is so misogynistic. You, 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 you can have Saturday morning... Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, 
<laughs> Us three have just set women's rights back ten years. We're talking right now. It's terrible, Claire. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm only joking. No, no, it is a joke. I think this is just madness. Because how can you juggle? Fuck it. How can you keep nine women happy? Fuck's sake! It's hard enough keeping one happy. How the hell would you find time to keep nine of them happy? Well, he's struggling. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's bit off more than he could chew. Yeah. Me thinks. Can I over five? Anything over five? Yeah. Are you happy with Jamie having other four wives? Why not Claire have other five no. husbands? Or either way around, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think anything over five would be a bit of a struggle. Do you want four more husbands, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's an OnlyFans account as well involved. Arthur insists his wives do not mind how often each of the wives get to make love to him, although he does admit that jealousy does creep in occasionally. He added, I have given one of them an expensive gift and another a smaller or cheaper one. <laughs> there has been jealousy among them. <laughs> this one diamonds and you can have, well... Zircon. <laughs> you can have gold plated. Well, you got, you got to treat them all the same, mate. That's it. Christ, it's an expensive game, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Because you buy one a diamond ring, you've got to buy another oh, a diamond ring. You've got to buy more diamond rings. It's an expensive game. They all demand attention, affection and sex to be part of our everyday life. And I can't do more for one than the other. I'm still learning about our relationship. However, one wife has, I don't know, for the marriage, and Agatha is leaving as Arthur, who has an OnlyFans account with his wives, uh, recently revealed. He said that she wanted to have me all to herself. It didn't make sense. We have to share. I was very sad at the separation and even more surprised by her excuse. She said that she was missing a monogamous relationship. So she wanted to share um, the guy she loved with like, another eight women. It's fair enough as well, it isn't seems, it? seems fair. Yeah. Well, he says, Arthur said that I know I've lost a wife, but I'm not going to replace her in the moment. <laughs> I bet he's fucking relieved he's lost a wife. He's off. Oh, fuck for that, I might get Sunday afternoon off. <laughs> I could actually... You know, regenerate. I can actually grow some more semen back in my balls. I'm sure each woman is not going to be satisfied with one time a week sex. He's, well, he might have to be, wouldn't <laughs> He's only got limits, hasn't he? Unless, of course, he's just pumped full of my anger. You're Monday, not Friday. Get out of my room. It's <laughs> only <laughs> quite German, actually. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, I admire him for trying. And the same as the women, I admire them for trying this relationship, but I don't think it can work. No, I'm thinking not. Not long term. The f- if they're happy and having fun. I, n- I know that I'm approaching 40. Maybe when I was 20-something, this might have been a fantastic idea. But as, as a 39-year-old man, I'm like, I couldn't keep up with that. Fuck that. i fucking try. I'd try. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'd try my best. But nine wives? Oh, Nine yeah. times a nagging? <laughs> Claire, defend the female species there. I was being quite sexist. Well, you know, some of them might just give you the silent treatment, I don't know. Yeah, but you'd like that because you've got nine of them. <laughs> exactly. I was speaking to four at the minute. Oh, it's been a bit of a I actually grow some spunk back. Imagine if they were all like Amber Heard. <coughs> yeah. Well, you know, one of them wouldn't be. Nine shits in your bed in one night. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Everywhere I rolled, there was shit. <laughs> Oh dear. It's like Claire's back garden when she's got three dogs all at once. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah. Oh, Woman spends thousands at vets after husband blames his farts on the dog. 
The pregnant woman spent five weeks putting up with a foul stench before learning the truth about where it was coming from. She asked Reddit users whether she overreacted. This is not my wife. <laughs> if I had one. <laughs> a pregnant woman ended up kicking her husband out of her house after discovering his disgusting lie not only violated her nostrils, but also cost her thousands in vet bills. Venting to Reddit, the woman explained how her husband had been blaming his stinky farts on their dog, Jerry, and spent five weeks covering up the truth before coming clean. Oh, poor Jerry! <laughs> I do it all the time, Stella! <laughs> she said, we have this dog, Jerry, he's an adorable sweetheart. He has such a sweet and gentle disposition, he doesn't have an unkind bone in his body, I love him dearly. A month ago, my husband Jerry and I were eating dinner when suddenly I smelled something really disgusting. My husband instantly made a face so I knew it wasn't just me. I am pregnant and my sense of smell has been a little sensitive at this time. I couldn't stand the smell and left the room. Later in bed, my husband told me the dog farted. It honestly smelled a little like rotten eggs. <laughs> I thought it was a one-off because a dog does fart, but a fart this stinky isn't normal. Trying to forget about the one-off smell, the woman continued on her daily activities in the weeks after the incident, but at random times she kept getting a whiff of the overpowering smell. She tried lighting incense and candles around her home in an attempt to mask the smell, but ended up giving up, claiming nothing worked. Fucking okay, how sensitive is the smell? <laughs> it is sensitive it's when you're pregnant. Really? Was he goes... farting? Yeah. Like, I mean, change your diet. Everyone farts. I mean, everyone has their day. I've been a bit... Oh, I, I, Port dinner today, I've been a bit gassy, I must admit. You know, fucking hell, not with the... We're not, we've not all got like, watering eyes, though, have we? No, we're not all dying and joking. I mean, Christ, who's sensitive? Is your sense to smell, then? It is pretty sensitive when you're pregnant. It, it, you know, anything can just make your stomach turn or just be super sense, you know, super heightened. So, you know, some other people can't smell it, but you can smell it and it's oh, quite annoying. Alright. Nasty. Oh. So basically it's cost her thousands of pounds to try and find out what's wrong with the dog and all along it was him. And then he's kicked her out the house. She's oh. kicked him She's out. She's kicked house. him out the house just for for smelling or because he lied to her? She says I lost it, I kicked him out the house, he went to stay with his friends. To be clear, I didn't <coughs> mind he lied in the moment, but he knew we were going to the vet, the vet was confused. He even went to the vet appointment with me, it takes him a full-on panic attack and mental breakdown to say the truth. His mother, who normally thinks the sun shines out of his ass, is on my side as well. <laughs> uh. In all fairness, yeah, once you start spending money on the vet, she took him you've back. You've got to come clean, you. hadn't you? Yeah. After she cooled yeah. down a bit, she took him back. How did she? Yeah, and I swear that's a dog from. That's a picture of a dog that we did an article on not so long back. <laughs> Maybe. He's one of them guys that walks down the supermarket aisle, farts, and then runs round the edge. Yes. Watches somebody walk into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, I reckon it's not even real news. Don't you? Yeah, I reckon it's fake news. I think that image that I've seen before. Oh yeah, that's just a that's stock just image. A stock image, isn't it? Yeah, empty images. There's no picture of the dog. Oh right, okay. I thought they were like fake. Stop shaming that poor dog. dog, do they? Especially when it wasn't him. <laughs> I don't know what dog it was now. Dog. And finally, more dog news. So, adopted puppy takes first walk with new family and digs up treasure worth nearly $8,000. Nice one, Rover. Okay, that's a good investment. 
Many a canine lover would agree that all dogs add value to our lives, but let's face it, Ollie takes it to a whole new level. Adam Clark and King Maguire, Kim Maguire, not King Maguire, but Kim Maguire of Blackpool, England, originally bought little Ollie as a surprise for the daughter Alice. However, it turns out they're in store for a lovely surprise as well. Ollie is much more than an adorable face. It's breed a, la a legato rem Romagnolo, I guess. Romagnolo. A legato Romagnolo. Once used its keen sense of smell to hunt water flow. Waterfowl. Water sorry, waterfowl in the wet marshlands of Italy, according to Dog Times. Mm. Yeah, lovely fluffy little thing. Little fluffy looks, terrier. Looks sort of like a, yeah, a cross between a terrier and a poodle, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Little fluffy terrier. A bit like a teddy bear on four legs. Yeah. They're natural diggers, okay, they're used specifically nowadays to hunt truffles. Mm. So yeah, so, so basically... Them, they? The pigs that they used to use eat the truffles they do, sometimes. Yeah. So these talents came to play rather quickly, when after mm -hmm. only 10 minutes since his first walk in the park, Ollie began to frantically dig in the soil. Much to everyone's surprise, Ollie dug up what appears to be 15 sovereign coins. They're pieces of gold that date back to 1489. Iron gold. Proper oh, gold then. Real Proper sovereign gold. coins. Yeah, nice. yeah. 24 carat as well. Mm. Clark took the coins to be examined by a reputable gold dealer. Not only deemed coins legitimate, but they valued them at £5,943. So basically £6,000 equivalent to about $7,500. Nice. It's not clear how much the family paid for Ollie, but it seems safe that they got their money back <laughs> and some. Fantastic. Well, to be fair, if that was fairly recent, they probably spent about three grand on the dog. Unless he, he was, was a rescue dog. He's a rescue dog. He's a rescue dog. He's so, talking so, 80 quid. Yeah. 100 pound. 100 pound, I think. 100 150, I think. And that's just Depending a on the age of the dog. That's normally just a donation yeah. that's to the uh, centre where they bought it. Wicked, what an awesome fucking find. Happy yeah. news to end on. That's the end of the show then. Thanks for listening. I've been Ben. You can find us on Facebook at Cutting the Ball in the Post to the Apocalypse. YouTube at Apocalypse Ball. And on SoundCloud at Cutting the Ball in the PTA. And I've been Ben. Don't do the favourite. Don't join the cult. And Alien Lovers. Alien super cooks. I'm down for it. <laughs> I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been Claire and I'm not up for it. <laughs> Do not fall in love with these aliens. We don't know if they're threats yet. And we don't know anything about, like, you know, DNA slicing with them. And oh, it's just, it's just opening more. Space herpes, you don't know. Yeah, space herpes. I'll take the risk. Life, it spreads amongst us. I don't want your space herpes. <laughs> you're going to get my space herpes, don't worry about it. Think you're flattering yourself. <laughs> I mean, in time, would you spread it about the population? And I've been Pete. Don't spend hundreds of pounds on a metal detector. Rescue a dog instead. Ah. Oh. Oh.